Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2069. Ahsoka Tano was going to be featured in the second and third story arcs in Clone Wars Season 7, and so I thought, A, why don't we dive into her past a little bit, and B, since we've talked about almost all of Season 3 here on the show, with the exception of a final story arc, it would be a perfect time to talk about the time that Ahsoka Tano was kidnapped by a bunch of Trandoshans. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and I guess at the top that's kind of misstated. She wasn't kidnapped by a bunch of Trandoshans, she was only kidnapped by one Trandoshan who was in a place that was highly unexpected <laughs> and we'll get to that in a moment. But the episode I'm talking about is Padawan Lost. It is season 3 episode 21. It is part of a two-part story arc and it involves the planet Felucia, which is that planet that has all those beautiful, giant, flowery, tall things. It's the planet where, in the movies, we saw Ayla Secura be killed by the clones in the Order 66 debacle. So if that gives you any recollection of what the planet looks like. And it's rendered very beautifully in the Clone Wars. But I want to say something about the Clone Wars animation, and we'll talk about that later on in the episode. But ostensibly, this story is about a conflict on Felucia and the Separatists and the Republic are having a pitched battle and the Republic is pushing deep into Separatist territory, but Grievous is sending reinforcements to try and keep their hold on the place. Ahsoka, Anakin, and Plo Koon are on this mission and they decide to split up into three groups and, you know, flank the whole situation so they can overwhelm and take the droids by surprise. Unfortunately for Ahsoka, she sees her cadre of clone troopers get over the back wall, but there's a Trandoshan hanging around just lurking in the flowers on Felucia and lurking by a base. Why? Who knows? And how did this Trandoshan get in there without being discovered by anyone? That also is a question that goes unanswered. But if you were to try to make up an explanation, I guess the answer would be that Trandoshans like to hunt for sport, and there's nothing more dangerous to hunt for sport, when it comes to people at least, when it comes to sentient beings, than a Jedi. And so why not capture a Jedi any chance you get? And if you know that Jedi are involved in some skirmish somewhere, then I guess you would skulk around and try to see if you could pick one off. And pick one off they do. This time it's Ahsoka Tano, and she is captured in one of those little electro net things and dragged off. But nobody knows where she went. Like, there's no sign of her disappearance, and Anakin doesn't want to leave Felucia once they've captured the droid command post and realizes she's missing. He doesn't want to leave, but Plo Koon is saying, nope, we gotta go. It's time to go. There's no sign of her. She's gone. So there's nothing here to learn. We have alerted everyone in the neighborhood. We are reaching out to our separatists, you know, our separatist spies and all that stuff. Nothing. So let's go back to base and regroup. 
So it turns out that Ahsoka and other prisoners are taken to a Trandoshan moon called Waska and dropped off on the very imaginatively named Island 4. That's not a criticism of the Clone Wars people, it's a criticism of Trandoshans. Come on, come up with a better name. <laughs> and it turns out that there are some Jedi younglings on this island as well who were captured in a training mission, we find out. But... All they've been doing is hiding and trying to survive, and Ahsoka actually inspires them to try to fight back instead. They go looking for the Trandoshan base, and it turns out that it's not a base. It's a mobile fortress that just flies in every day and then flies out when the hunt is over. There's a guy named Garnak who is the head of this hunting guild, and he wants his son Dar to get his first Jedi kill. Unfortunately, that doesn't go very well for Dar, and Dar gets into a fight with Ahsoka and the and another youngling and falls to his death, which naturally makes Garnak very upset. Garnak kills one of the younglings and swears vengeance on Ahsoka, and Ahsoka goes running off deeper into the briar on this island where unfortunately for the Trandoshans they can't follow because their little floating hunting platforms are too big to get through the thickest parts of the briar. And that's where we leave Ahsoka at the end of the episode, but we go back to Anakin at the temple looking at a map of the galaxy and trying to meditate, figure out where it is that she could possibly be, logic into it, however you want to say it, and Plo Koon comes in and asks Anakin if Ahsoka was a worthy apprentice, which is a really fascinating question, especially considering Plo Koon is the one who found Ahsoka and brought her to the Jedi Temple, and I think it's more about the fact that he's trying to draw out Anakin's own ideas and help him arrive at a conclusion. So they talk about how fearless and determined she is, and Plo Koon says that, you know, if she is everything you believe her to be, then she will find her own way back to you. So it's not necessarily so much about Anakin trying to figure out how to rescue her. It's about Ahsoka figuring out how to rescue herself. And that's where things get left and the cliffhanger of Padawan Lost. And... As for that animation business, I'll now explain that to you right after the break. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So I got to thinking about how the animation in Clone Wars Season 7 seems to be, you know, stepped up a level from where it was in Season 6 or any of the seasons that were on Cartoon Network. And that's probably not surprising considering the advances in animation over the last five years. And I'm sure from a budgetary perspective, they probably got a little bigger kick in the budget, I'll say. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen anything reported about that. But... I was thinking about that when watching this particular episode, which is back from season three. So obviously the advances aren't there and the experience comparatively isn't there. And I got to thinking about how George Lucas in talking about the Clone Wars originally, that he was inspired by the Thunderbirds 
TV series, the British TV series that featured, I can't even say the word, marionation. It's something like that, where it was like marionettes, but there was an animation to them or something like that. Anyway, and people were really unhappy with the animation of The Clone Wars in its early days and said how wooden it was and all this stuff. And here we are talking about The Clone Wars and how groundbreaking it was years upon years later and how it's one of the best pieces of Star Wars storytelling. And I even, you know, got to thinking about Star Wars Resistance, the late lamented Star Wars Resistance. And I know it didn't necessarily have time to find the same audience that Clone Wars and Rebels did, but people were not necessarily happy with that animation style of the beginning of the series as well. And it just makes me wonder what would have happened if it had had four seasons, five seasons to breathe and to grow and develop. So... Anyway, just a couple of random musings about Star Wars animation, and with that, we're going to stop here. Thank you so much for joining me for this Daily Dose of Star Wars joy, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.